This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to Miracle Moment. This is the new mommy season that will absolutely rock your world, up-level your mama game, and skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Ray Ireland, and brand new mama. Like every new mama out there, I enjoyed those quiet, precious moments of those first few months. But after that, there was this stirring in my heart to lean back into business and activate my entrepreneurial brain. I went into a business partnership with a financially failing podcast production company and turned it into a multi-six-figure production house with over 65 million downloads in just a few months. It's been a roller coaster, and I've learned some unforgettable lessons. As a mompreneur, I know how challenging it can be to balance work, family, and self-care and still see the everyday miracles. So each week, I'll share stories of women who have defied the odds to pursue their dreams of motherhood while also building successful businesses. This show will open your eyes so you can see the miracles around you. With more awareness, more miracles will show up. Light a fire in your soul, mamas. You deserve it. Hey everyone, Ray here. Now, many of you that have been following along in season two, the mamapreneur season, the mommy season, know that I actually have not yet shared my birth story yet, or shall I say Rafa's birth story, our birth story. So I was feeling like, okay, it's time to share. I want to share some of the details, some of the plot twists that happen and really some of the ways that we navigated the journey. But I also wanted to do it in two parts. So here you're at in part one, and we're going to go all into how to choose who to listen to, because this was one of the biggest things that came to me while I was in my pregnancy journey and getting ready for the birth and even in the birth was there were so many voices around me, surrounding me. There are so many people that had their own opinions on all the different ways that a woman can be pregnant and go through the birth experience. And I'm seeing now being a mom, also so many different opinions on how to be a mom. So I want to take it all the way back into really the pregnancy birth journey and how I navigated who to listen to. And then the next episode is going to be all about the actual juice, the stories on the birth experience itself. So we got some great episodes coming your way. So when it comes to who to listen to, who to take advice from, first and foremost, I got to just lay it down. What ended up happening was just coming into myself so deeply into a space of quietness so I could actually hear my highest self, which is really a voice that just says, hey, what does God say right now? So it's like a two-part thing, getting silent so I can listen to myself. And my highest self always brings me back into this really faith-centered space, which says, God, what do you need of me? How can I be of service for your divine plan And what I found is when I surrender into that, something opens up. Everything becomes aligned and it's a much easier path to follow. It's clearer. 
It's simpler. It just usually feels better as well. And even if it's maybe a more challenging path, I also know that it's the right path for me. Like I know that I'm in the right spot at the right time. And how good of a feeling is that, right? I think more often if we can just be knowing that we're in the right space at the right time, things are going to be flowing smooth. The synchronicities are going to be happening. The miracle moments are going to be presenting themselves. So that is first and foremost is getting quiet, going within, listening to your highest voice, and then going to the highest power that is there, that is available to guide us during times where there might be darkness or confusion. Some other practical tools in terms of how to decipher who to listen to while there's advice and ideas and decisions being made, especially at the beginning of this journey when you're in the pregnancy and birth period. I find that there's so much that, yes, of course, our intuitive bodies know as women, but There's also incredible medical records and thousands, hundreds and thousands and millions and billions of births that have happened. And let's just be real, like some people do know more than others. And honestly, as a new mom and being a woman who isn't surrounded by many women, being in the entrepreneurial space and stuff like that, I was like, I can trust my own body, but there's also probably people out there who have been in hundreds of births, have seen so much, have done all the studies. So I went through this navigation process on who do I want to take advice from? So one thing I thought about was definitely their expertise and credibility. Just does this person give advice? Do they have an expertise in the area that they're talking on? How many times does someone like just spill the beans and say, you got to do this, you got to do that? And it's like they have no expertise in that field. <laughs> I think that happens actually. It's scary, but often. But do your research, know who you're talking to because you want to see a proven track record, right? Like in that particular field, you want to see that they've achieved success. And for me, if they have achieved success, then my ears perked up a bit. So this was similar to the doctor, my doctor, Dr. Nicholas Kapitanakis, Dr. Cap, what up? <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Cap in the house. He had an amazing proven track record of doing non-medical, non-invasive births in the hospital. And I loved that. So of course, my heart, my ears were open to his experiences and what he had to say about the birth journey. So another piece to think about is also objectivity. Is the person that is giving advice or sharing their story, are they doing it because they have a personal bias or agenda or even personal trauma? I found a lot of women wanted to share their own birth stories with me and they were traumatic birth stories and they almost, they wanted to share it with me to have some consoling and to go through their own healing and grieving process. And I found that really did not feel supportive to me because I wasn't in a space where I wanted to hear of other traumatic birth stories. I just wanted to actually be supported myself. (laughs) And as someone who's a giver, a coach, a mentor, I tend to lean on the side where, of course, I want to hold space for someone. So I had a hard time saying no to people, telling people that I didn't actually have the space to hear their story because it felt like there wasn't a clean, neutral slate between 
why they were sharing their stories. So I would sometimes ask someone, what is your intent with sharing your birth story with me? I wanted to really understand what is their interest and to also see and get on the same page for the conversation in terms of saying, hey, I would love to hear your story, but maybe tell me, can you give me the facts of what happened? I don't want to hear it via your glasses in which you saw things, which honestly, if you're opening up any conversation, you're going to be hearing it from their glasses. So make sure there's just that awareness of what is the objectivity of the person that I'm talking to. Another important piece that's similar, which is just like the relevancy. Does the advice pertain to a certain situation? Is it actually applicable to my specific circumstances? I also just filtered out other people's stories and advice who just felt like they were living in a different reality or a world other than mine. And who's to say one is better than the other or anything like that? But I just really wanted some like relevancy for the women that I was talking to. And also, I would say that in contrast to that, when I got closer to the birth time in the very end of my pregnancy, I actually wanted to hear from women that were not relevant to me and just to get some bigger perspectives on experience. And that was actually really interesting and healing. And what helped was knowing going into a conversation and how much I was going to be taking their advice or not was to know also how relevant is their situation or their life to mine. And that kind of helped me gauge how much I would take in that information to heart for myself. Another piece would be figuring out evidence and logic. So is there evidence or logical reasoning supporting the advice? Good advice should definitely be based on more than just opinions. And this was such an interesting part of figuring out who I would really take advice from because there's a lot of women that have strong opinions. And I was actually even having women tell me their opinions and they weren't even moms. (laughs) I just took all these things into account because as a pregnant woman, you're so sensitive. You're so sensitive to taking things in, taking them on and really letting them like go within and affect your energy and your body and even possibly your decisions. So it was really important to look at all of these pieces. Another one that's similar to what I've been sharing, but is just alignment with my values. Does this advice really align with my core values and my principles? There was definitely sometimes advice that just went against what I would usually stand for. And I found that instead of feeling like I needed to fight back because I really didn't have that energy, especially near the end of the pregnancy, I just felt like, okay, what is what am I going to take a stand for what's right for me? And can I let what was right for her be right for her? And once I shifted that perspective while I was talking to people, I actually was able to talk to more women with more variety because I was able to feel like the clarity that what each woman does is best for her, which is a really empowering thing for ourselves and our sisters that may have gone on their own journey or are in a similar journey 
going through their pregnancies alongside of you and you want to support them. Even some of your best friends might actually have different values and that might come up during something like a pregnancy. So being able to really just take that stand that we all get to make the best decision for ourselves. One thing that I thought was really important to share in regards to this is also the risk assessment. Now, when we're talking about choosing your favorite color or what kind of flowers you want to get at the grocery store, there's a lot less risk. So you can kind of, you know, this stuff isn't as important. I wouldn't be doing an episode on my podcast about this, right? But when it comes to childbirth, there's another life in your hands as a mom. Hey there, fabulous mamapreneurs. I've got something super special for you. Introducing Giggles and Growth, hilarious reflection prompts for the mamapreneur. So just picture this. You're journaling your way through prompts that have you giggling and reflecting like never before. Ever wondered what your business would say if it could talk? Or how about sharing the funniest thing your kids have ever said about your work? But here's the best part. These prompts aren't just about having a good laugh. They're an incredible investment in yourself and your journey as a mompreneur. Taking time for giggles and growth means giving yourself the gift of self-discovery, clarity, and personal growth. As you reflect on these entertaining prompts, you'll gain valuable insights into your business, your role as a mom and as an entrepreneur, and even find hidden gems of wisdom. And the cherry on top? It's absolutely free. No cost, no catch, just a joy-filled opportunity to embrace laughter while empowering yourself. So what are you waiting for? Unleash your laughter and embrace the growth with Giggles and Growth. Click the link in the show notes or visit www.rayireland.com slash giggles dash and dash growth to grab your copy now. Let's make your entrepreneurial journey even more fabulous. Get your Giggles and Growth freebie today, mamas. You deserve it. There's another life in your hands as a mom. And it's the first time you really get to experience that type of responsibility and love. And so what comes with that is assessing all the potential risks and rewards associated with following certain advice. So I really took time to do this myself. And then I also took time to do this along with my partner, Sammy. And we would weigh out the pros and cons. And that would really give us some insight into what advice to actually act on. And depending on what time we were getting advice, like I said, I'm going to share our pregnancy journey and our story in the next episode. But sometimes in that story, there wasn't as much of a time constraint. And other times of our stories, there were time constraints. And so being able to go through risk assessment with my partner prior to the birth was so helpful because he knew exactly where I stood in terms of risk and pros and cons and which would outweigh the others. And so when I was giving birth, he really could take a stand for what I wanted and what I thought would be best for our risk and what we would take. Now, there was also 
intuition, right? We got one side of the coin and then we have to go to the other side of the coin, which is just intuition. What is your gut telling you? What is your gut feeling inside? Sometimes your intuition can be a powerful indicator of whether advice is sound or not for you in that moment. And intuition was such a big piece for our birth. And I thank God when I think about our birth story, because if it were not for my intuition and the intuition of others who I had trusted and gone through all of the assessments of these pieces that I'm sharing with you now, we would have been in a very different situation. So really following those inner gut signals, maybe even before the logical pieces like risk and um, alignment of values and logic come into play, intuition can really redirect something very quickly in a very powerful, I have to say like God-driven way. So that was definitely a big piece in terms of who we listened to, when, and how we made those decisions. Kind of jumping back into the logical side, we also did look at long-term versus short-term. And we would look at, okay, is this advice really going to benefit us in the long term or just offer a short-term solution? And really, both are important and depending on what kind of decision you're making. And so it was important to consider really that future impact of the decisions that we made, of the people that we talked to, of the advice that I really let sink in and actually maybe persuade me or make me rethink my initial decision. Having that big picture mindset and being able to zoom out is so key. And as a mom, I got to tell you, that is such an important tool and strategy because in that short term, in the small, narrow focus, sometimes things can get real messy, real loud, real crazy, real chaotic. And being able to have that long-term vision really helps you step into a state of gratitude, a state of patience, especially when you're getting tried <laughs> and you're getting pushed way past your limits. Consensus, of course, this is an interesting piece, but it's something that I actually leaned on more than I did maybe prior to my birth experience, which is like sometimes there would just be a con convergence of opinions from multiple people. And what I would do is try and get those multiple people to all be trusted sources. And I really created my support team so I knew that I could really lean into their opinions and know like the validity of the advice I was given. And at times, I think being in such a new experience like birth, of course, it's ancient in my body and my body is doing it. But there were times where I really relied on the consensus. And it's if you're going through these steps, you're going through all the other pieces I talk about in this episode, then you know the people that are in that inner circle are there for your highest good, for the highest good of all, and are really steering the ship because they are a trusted, known source. Then lean into the consensus, even in times of confusion. That's where you don't have to do it alone. As a new mom, that is one thing that I get challenged with often is I feel like I have to do it alone. And I feel like some of the decisions I made while pregnant and during birth, I was forced into leaning into the consensus and was just like a glimmer of what I could look forward to 
in my motherhood journey of letting go of control and letting others create habitats for our loved ones, like our child, like having grandma and grandpa home and letting their leadership guide us at times. It's just a really helpful tool. We don't have to be in charge of everything at all times, which leads me into flexibility. Is the advice that you're receiving or is the person who's in front, is there a little bit of flexibility or does it feel really rigid? I definitely feel like some of that rigid advice doesn't consider possible changes and circumstances. And it also narrows the creative mindset. And in something that is so spontaneous and magical and we can have all the signs around it and yet still be in awe and wonder of how this even happens, something like childbirth, that flexibility is really a beautiful thing to keep in your energy field, in your relationships, in your conversations, and your communication. Then, of course, as you go through all of these, remembering personal responsibility is so important because remember that ultimately it's your decision to make. It's your journey to be on. And advice is just this guidance and it can never be a substitute for your personal decision making. So that is the backbone of what this entire episode can be created on is that personal knowing, that personal responsibility, and that personal decision-making. And so as you're taking that personal responsibility, make sure that you are visualizing the outcome. Visualize the most amazing potential outcome possible. And so when you're taking on advice, when you're talking to other people, actually like dip into those realities. Dip into, okay, what would that outcome look like? And you can foresee some of the results that can happen in the decision-making. And really, when you own the decision that you land on, you can really pour all of your energy, all of your attention and intention into that outcome that you're desiring. And it's incredible what gets created and weaved from there. And you can also attract others to come on your team even stronger to support you even more if you can clearly share with them what that desired outcome is. And maybe there's some confusion. You can always ask for clarity. If something isn't clear, don't hesitate to ask for more details, whether that's from yourself, from God, or from others around you that are in the process. Understand the reasoning behind the advice and get down to the root of it so you can really stand strong in your spine when you are taking that responsibility and know that you see your desired outcome and you are so clear on the exact path getting there. Or at least you're clear on who's going to step in and help create that path along the way. As because during childbirth, so much is spontaneous and can shift so fast. So those are some of the key pieces. Remember, there's always a second opinion, but you can always ask someone else. You can also always bring in the opposite side if you need some clarity, especially for any significant decisions. This can really provide just that different perspective and it can reinforce the advice that feels really in congruency, in alignment with you and where you're at. And last but not least, remember there's always a special timing, something that is right five minutes ago can be wrong now. And moving forward, it could go right again. So consider the timing of all the advice that you get because 
there sometimes is an urgency. Sometimes there's more of this open spaciousness to just chew things over a bit. Rushed decisions can sometimes lead to really poor outcomes. And you want to just make sure that you're in alignment with the timing as you make these decisions. So I hope this helps give some different perspectives in terms of how to connect, how to communicate, and how to take in advice during such a beautiful sacred time. Enjoy your journey. Make sure that you do get to just drop into that quietness, the spaciousness. So after all of these things, as you go through them, you always come back to self, like how I started this episode. Come back to self so you can tune in with your highest self who will lead you to the highest source that will be able to give you the most aligned, divine information that you need. Many, many blessings on this journey. Hey, mamas. That's a wrap for another epic episode on Miracle Moment, the new mommy season. Catch me on the internet at Ray Ireland sharing this wild mompreneur life. And don't forget to check out www.rayireland.com slash freebies for all the resources and support while building your soul-aligned business. Are you feeling the miracles coming your way? Stay blessed, ride this miracle vibe all day long, and remember, it's all about the journey. Catch you on the next episode. Thank you.